Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of SCNS Live, the super cool nerd <laughs> show. Thank you for joining us out there in the super cool nerd nation for another week of news, nerds, and what the hell is Sony doing? Anyway, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get to I'm just, I am so, I'm so fired up. But anyway, thank you for joining us out there. I am Jason X. Don't do this thing by myself over there. Sister girl, Cora. Hi, everybody. Like right across <laughs> from me now. I changed all of our cables. So that now I don't need to ask people what number their mic is. I can actually just see Cora is sporting the purple cable. And watch. What's going to happen is oh, we'll God. start getting set up. Hey, what number do you have? And he's going to completely forget that he changed it to, it to colors. I probably will. Hey, Cora, look at this new Fortnite action figure I got. He's a bush ranger. Bush ranger. I just, just, I'm, I'm getting her in the right mindset for this show. <laughs> well, I mean, you have a what is Sony doing story. I have a what is Square Enix doing story. Oh, so, like, oh, man. today um, is just going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm down for that. Anyway, uh, I, I don't. Look, you know what? Y'all know how we do it around here. Let's just kick this thing off. What's up, super cool nerd news? So let me set this up because, uh, uh, of course, Cora's going to join me in this discussion here. But popular rap artist Bad Bunny, very talented man, Grammy Award winning artist, wrestler, wrestled at WrestleMania and did a fine job of it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to lie. He impressed other wrestlers. But now Bad Bunny is combining wrestling and comics because Sony has announced they are making an El Muerto movie. You might be uh, based off of the Spider-Man villain El Muerto who, who, who gains enhanced speed and ability from a magic mask passed down through generation after generation of luchador wrestlers. Now, and there's a picture of El Muerto right there. Just saying. Big dude. Looks like a wrestler. I love wrestling. I love luchador wrestling. I don't know how I feel about Bad Bunny, but he is talented. I'll give him that. But I have to ask, Sony, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you making this movie? Okay, look. You're making Craven the Hunter. I could care less. <laughs> I could care less. Why are you making Craven the Hunter? But okay, he's a Spider-Man villain. He's popular. I've never liked the dude. He wears slippers and capri pants. And fur-trimmed shirts that should go all the way down to his belly button. I'm not clowning his style. I'm just saying, not impressing me as a hunter. But y'all are making a Craven Hunter movie. Fine. But I trusted y'all with Morbius, and you burned me. See, that was your first mistake after seeing how literally everyone was everybody, talking about it. Everybody dragged that movie. And I still gave Sony a chance. 
third act of that movie falls apart like I like just I don't know. Powerful imagine. Story has kind of been done already. Agreed, the story has been done already. But Sony owns the Spider family. They made a ton of money with Into the Spider-Verse. A great movie. Yeah. But you are making Craven the Hunter, Morbius, and El Muerto movie. Oh, and Madam Web. You're making a Madam Web movie. When you have Miles Morales just sitting over there. You got you got Miles Morales just sitting here. Just sitting here waiting for a movie to be made about him. Look at him. You want a Latino hero? He's half. Anyway. I, I know. I, I was just letting you go off. You've got Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen, one of the most popular characters introduced in the past few years. Voiced by Haley Steinfeld, which I wonder how that would work since she's Kate Bishop as well. If you ever did live action. You have, you have Spider-Man 2099. You have all of this at your fingertips. And you are making El Muerto. Oh my God. I'm not, it's not that I don't want Bad Bunny to have a chance. I'm pretty sure, look, the guy's very talented. I'm pretty sure he could do this. I don't know if I want to go watch a full-on movie about this. And I love wrestling. You know this for a fact. Yeah, we watched some wrestling videos before the show, actually. But I don't know if I want to go watch a two-hour El Morito movie, because also, he is a villain. I mean, I love movies that are strictly about villains honestly okay because it's not done often i enjoy that kind of genre because it gives us a little chance to see something different okay i mean look at megamind megamind's a great example megamind wasn't a good person <laughs> but he didn't have to be i mean he, he wasn't a nice person he was a good person he wasn't a nice one mm, he learned but anyway i get, I, I get where you're going yeah so on that front not a big deal i don't know much about el muerto so i can't really say much but i love i do like in concept a luchador villain movie <laughs> maybe not a, a marvel movie in general because i don't have the context for for his story or anything but a villain luchador movie just sounds really fun <laughs> Even if they did this, like, way over the top. Like, do you remember uh, the, um, the the Kanuka Man? The, the wrestling, the Japanese anime wrestling show? Vaguely, vaguely. And the moves were, like, very over the top and everything. Yeah. I could kind of see something like that where the man, like, he does, like, a like a suplex that goes, like, five stories up. And then he drops the dude with, like, a pile driver. I could see it visually, but I'm just, like... Sony seems to be scraping the barrel of Spider-Man villains that they own who they can make movies about because they did Venom, of course. They've introduced yeah. Carnage. Oh yeah, there's another villain movie, Venom. <laughs> but there are a ton of other characters they could be using and they're using El Muerto. El Muerto. 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 Yeah. yeah, he's a dude. Sorry. I, I don't understand this. I mean, I just saw it and I was like, you, you got Marvel over here, Thor, Doctor Strange. Well, maybe maybe they're taking a, a page out of the no one cared about the Guardians of the Galaxy, but now they do page. Okay. Like that, taking a page from that book. But which, that was also done well. 
It was, but we. I'm willing to give El Muerto a chance. All right. Strictly because I like the idea of a villain luchador. But, like, even Morbius's trailers didn't look very good and promising. But this, <sighs> but could, <I> <laughs> this could be different. And maybe it's a, we tried Morbius, it didn't work, let's try El Muerto. And if it doesn't work, maybe they'll go to something that's more popular. Now, okay, uh, he actually... Um... It may not be a villain's per se, because it looks like he just fought Spider-Man. Like, in a, in a wrestling match. That doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad guy. So Yeah. Okay. Also, hey, you know what? Food for thought. All right. I'm listening. El Muerto versus Miles Morales in a luchador match. I, I would watch this, but they wouldn't give us Miles Morales, I'm How sure. do you know? Because they are... I but don't know. Because they're mean, okay. that's why. Okay, so you've already mentioned that Miles Morales is half Hispanic. This is true. He hey, could hey, still chat. he could still make an appearance in this film. Even if it's not a major role, he could make an appearance and that could be his end. Look right. at that. Look at that. I All saved right. it. And look, I really loved Spider-Man No Way Home. That that, that was my jam this year. They, they did something that I didn't think they could do. So... I'll give them their credit. I just, man, don't go from No Way Home to <laughs> here's the Mass Luchador movie. All right. Uh, also, they announced this at CinemaCon today, and Bad Bunny actually came out and made the announcement. I do, I will also say, I admire that when he went to do wrestling, he mm -hmm. was training daily to be a good wrestler, and it showed. And he listened, and he earned the respect of those wrestlers, even as big as a star he is. So I can appreciate that. I definitely appreciate how hard he works at a character. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to see this one. So <laughs> I, I'm willing to give it a shot. But I also like... <laughs> I love Sir Crass in our chat. Just yeah. you're, you're a bad guy. It's not me and you're a bad guy. <laughs> I can hear that in Zangief's voice. That was such a good movie. Also about a villain. Ah, hey, there we go. perceived villain. So yeah, El Muerto coming from Sony, and I think I think they haven't even started yet. But oh boy, let's do this. I guess. Cool. All right. What so you got, bud? I'm gonna continue the complaints just to get them let's, out of the way. Let's just go on, go on, go okay. off. Okay. So Square Enix um, released a gorgeous Final Fantasy VI figure. I cannot remember the character's name. Please don't come at me. If you, if you remember it, chat, please tell me because I have a very bad memory. But it is absolutely gorgeous. There's only going to be 600 units made. 150 will be for the Japan market. Um, Jason, without looking at the chat because they may spoil this for you, okay. I need to... I want you to tell me how much you think this figure is. It is Let, one. It is bring one. Bring that sucker up so people can see yep. what you're talking about here. Uh, Sorry, I, was I, I messed up some stuff, so I'm. Oh, you're good. It is one sixth scale. All right. Um, um, and it does have interchangeable parts. The Moogle. I brought it up there. Yep. Okay. Okay. Hey. The Moogle is interchangeable, Look, and um, Tetra, I think, is her name, is interchangeable for what pose she's doing inside okay. the mech. Okay. Let's so see. That, that looks pretty good. How much do you think it is? Oh, okay. I'm looking at the detail on it. It looks like ceramic. I'm going to go ahead and say this is a $350 statue. More. Jesus. You get oh. two more guesses. I'll say it's a $500 statue. More? You, uh -uh. <laughs> you got one more chance. 
<laughs> You're not. Is kidding. this a six hundred dollar statue? No. <laughs> How much is a statue? Eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> Would y'all like to take out a mortgage to buy a one-sixth scale statue? <laughs> now I've turned into that meme where the lady's like looking like... Like I'm yeah. trying to see a grand in this statue. Let me bring it 11, back 11000 though. It's not It's not 1100 11, $11,000. $11,000. $11,570. Man, I could buy a cheap car with that. As as one of my friends mentioned, would you like to take out a second whoa, 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 whoa. mortgage? How, how, what was the limits on this? What, what was the? There are six hundred units, one hundred and fifty years specifically for the Japan market. This won't sell. I know. To to drive home this, by the way, Mister Final Fantasy himself, Hironobu Sakaguchi, specifically said, "Whoa, that's a bit much." I am looking for eleven hundred dollars here. Eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, I can't even say the words like for this statue. If I looked real, real hard and oh I knew goodness. what materials it was made out of, I could probably see eleven hundred. Is this? Is but it, do you do you have a materialist on this? Is it metal? I I do not have a materialist. This is something they were they announced this week, and we don't really have much info. The sales don't start until. Um, like Monday, so we don't really know anything else. But uh, the yen, like, I thought that the eleven thousand was a typo, but I looked at the yen price, and no, it's not, because the yen is one million four hundred and eighty-five thousand. This hurts so, my yeah. soul to look at. Like, yeah, I, like, like I don't feel guilty about other other expensive toy <laughs> items I bought all of a sudden, because I. Apparently, I got nothing on Final Fantasy yeah. statue people. Like, um, I didn't see what the scale was when I first saw the price point, so I thought it was one of those statues that was like half the size of my body, which that would have made that completely understandable why it's so much. I bring this up again. I, not but to cut you it's off. Not. I'm, I'm no, no, you're fine. The, I'm trying to find the money. <laughs> okay, man. Yeah. 600 like, units. 600 units total. I have got to see this material list because, Jesus. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. You, Cor, are rich. You're okay. rich. I am rich. Let's say you are, like, you're, you're rich, rich. Am I Elon Musk rich? Yes. Okay. Do you buy this? Like, if you had the money, easily, would you get this? I, I can't justify it. Like, are you, but I'm I, like, you're not even a statue person, really. I, I do you got like, a couple. I like my statues. I have spent money on statues. My Mononoke figure was, I think, almost two, was like 150, 200. Okay. And no, it was 150. And I did not mind spending that kind of money on it because the statue's beautiful. That's a fairly large one, too. Yeah, like I think altogether it's about this big. Okay. And it's a, That's it's a fair rare. for that price. Yeah, it's also a Kotobukiya, so it's a really nice one. I love everybody's like, this thing needs to fire lasers. Yes, yeah, exactly. fire lasers, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, the most I've ever been willing to spend on a figure, not that I have, I was just willing to, but the store was sold out, was I saw a Yoko Kurama figure, and it was, I think, about this big? Yeah, about this big for 300 And it was an extremely detailed figure with, like, fight effects and stuff like I'm it was not seeing anybody else in the yeah. chat that's like willing to spend this kind of money on a statue i'm <laughs> elon musk doesn't own a house there's no way he'd buy this <laughs> true 
<laughs> but I'm, not like I'm kind of flabbergasted a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, I I first saw that figure and I got real excited because one of my friends, that's one of his favorite Final Fantasies. And I was about to send it to him and then someone was like, hey, you got to take out a second mortgage to get it. I'm like, what? And I saw the price. Like, Square, what are you doing? Like, all you had the Shiva figure not too long ago and that was already pushing it because that was like, or no, it was the Alpha and Omega from 14. That was already pushing it at like four or 500. I could see why it was that much, but you were already pushing it with something in the hundreds. And now you've brought something into the double digit thousands? Oh. Are you sure? Because they've had plenty of time to come back out and say if it was a typo or not, and no one has said anything. I even went to their Twitter pages. There's nothing about it being a typo, so that's a that's the price. All right, well, you know... I'm all, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out quite a bit. So yeah. Uh, like, no. I don't feel any. I feel no guilt about anything. I I was looking at some expensive stuff to buy this week too. Well, like, but I can now I can justify by saying at least I'm not buying an eleven thousand dollar statue. <laughs> I I will say in in here in your collection no, there's probably no no I'm saying like within your entire collection even what you don't have displayed there's probably eleven thousand dollars worth of collectibles because you buy quality figures when you buy special figures I mean they're all in that case and I'm planning to seal all of them sure it's 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 only eleven thousand I know it's not just in the case no it's not, it's not I mean I I'm I'm looking yeah. at a, a couple hundred right here on the table good God oh yeah those those big boys over there yeah anyway but like. That that's an entire collection. But you know, there are a lot that's, of statue people out there that there, they, there they are. are they will spend this money. There are and but I don't know if they're gonna sell six hundred units total though. The so this when, when is this going live anyway? I'm curious so I wanna see how quickly it's it's it going live show. about it's going live Monday Ooh. and it's going to it's going to run until either June twenty fourth or until they run out. So it's going to run till June 24th is what you're telling me. No, no, it's going to it, until the stock runs out. Okay. Which means that we're going to it's probably going to be in stock until June 24th 2 years from now. Well, that's it. We're going to be watching the progress as I I really yeah. want to if this sells out, I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it. Oh, yeah. I I want to talk to the people that buy this statue, and I would like them to donate money. We're about to follow some people's Instagrams. Just wait yeah. for them to post they got their statue in. Yeah, and then we're going to start immediately begging for some money. <laughs> like, if you got $11,000 to throw on a statue that's only one-sixth scale, I want your disposable income, please. All right. Okay, well, moving on. Speaking of money... So, um, Twitch is, has become the leading streaming platform, especially after their Amazon, Amazon buyout. It's become a, a reasonable, I'm sorry, a very good source of income for a lot of streamers out there. However, an anonymous report published by Bloom, uh, Bloomberg has said that they're thinking about scaling down payouts to their top streamers. So currently you get about 70% of your overall revenue from your streams on Twitch. The rumor is that Twitch is going to be reducing that down to 50%. Now, all of you out there, just imagine those numbers for a second. That's a big chunk. That is a big chunk. And it's also caused a large number of streamers to leave Twitch and go back over to YouTube now. Because Twitch was kind of pulling people away from YouTube and now 
Well, they're going. Um, so their new strategy is going to place a higher focus on ad revenue with, they want creators to run more ads during their streams. Um, so it's gonna give you multiple pay, monthly payouts for multiple ads per hour. So if you enjoy your favorite Twitch streamer and they wanna keep the revenue going, you're gonna be seeing a lot more ads during their streams. Now, one reason that Twitch justifies, one way that Twitch justifies this, this is, every time that they run a stream for somebody, it costs them money. Of course it does. Servers, bandwidth, all of that costs money. It actually costs more for the large amount of smaller streamers that they have that are streaming. Whereas the larger streamers, of course, they pull in a bunch of people, but that is one stream they're responsible for. And as a small time Twitch streamer where we uh, run our D&D games, I can kind of see their point to this. But what I do disagree with, Twitch has at record revenue this year. And how many corporations have we seen run record revenue but say, we're having a hard time keeping up the bills? Um, I don't know how this is going to work out. I, Like I said, I see a lot of people leaving Twitch and going right back over to YouTube. So thoughts and do we just go, do we pull our D&D games back over to YouTube now? Not like we were making any money off. Yeah. I think we were making minimal money off of there. Yeah, we were. Like One of my friends actually just started streaming and he's been streaming on YouTube. And I was sitting there wondering, like, why aren't you streaming on Twitch? And with this news coming, I'm like, oh, I'm really glad you didn't start trying start building your following on Twitch because you have to move them over here now. Like that that saves time. <laughs> but, oh, we'll probably. We'll, we it's something that we will probably discuss internally. Yeah, I think at least for the game this Saturday, we will still do it on Twitch. Oh, yeah. we'll st And by the way, we are playing D&D. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash CNS Live. Uh, this Saturday, about 3-ish. So yep. come join us. 3-ish Central Time. It is It is something that we're going to have to consider. I mean, because apparently if it's just such a big problem for y'all, okay, we're fine. We will yeah. pack off shit and go. <laughs> I don't, I do not agree with, and uh, even um, I did have some comments from uh, Pokimane, uh, who is one of Twitch's biggest creators. Uh, she said, in my opinion, Twitch should just implement ads that don't directly interfere with the stream. A sidebar, picture to picture, underlay, etc. I understand advertisers are, advertisers are essential to make a platform profitable, but inter intervening with the viewer's experience isn't how they should go about it. Wow, look at that. She just figured it out for y'all. Y'all better pay her more. Give her back her 70% or more. I'm saying, if y'all institute this idea, y'all better pay her some more money. Yeah. But yeah, just a, 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 I mean, YouTube has been doing that for a while, running the little ads across yeah. the bottom. Yeah. That you can X out after a certain amount of time. I, maybe they figure, oh, we don't want to copy YouTube, but you know what? It works for them. So dropping everybody's revenue down to 50% of it though, damn. Yeah. Like, we, I believe in the United States, we started a war over taxation. <laughs> See, uh, Sir Kras uh, actually mentioned, I say stay over there. If there's going, to, if they're going to use smaller streamers, costing them money as an excuse, I say make truth tellers out of them. Well, I mean, he makes he raises a good point. Makes a good point. And you know what? Maybe. And again, we'll we'll discuss that. But for now, it, we will stay. What do the the, D &D the on Samuel Twitch. Jackson thing? Look at the big brain on Kras. <laughs> 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 all right okay yeah so yeah twitch please stop screwing up cora kicking it back over to you bud 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the mood up a little bit because we got our, our our bitching out. So now we're gonna bring up some good stuff. Um, I'm not sure how many people are aware of the manga and anime Blue Period. It is something that we've talked about on the show before, right when it was coming out. Essentially, it is a manga that focuses on art. So kind of how like sports anime will focus on a certain sport. Your main character for Blue Period finds out that he really likes doing art. And it's his journey through learning that. And it's a very, very good, very good manga. I've, I haven't sat down to read a lot of it myself, but I've been, I've flipped through it a few times. It's, it's so beautiful. Well, I'm not the only one that thinks that. Um, one of the art colleges, or one of the art schools in Japan has decided to do what they've called a blue period exhibition. So it's a it's blue period exhibition. Art is a gift, and for this, this um, thirty four different students recreated the first six volume covers of the manga. I only grabbed the first four. I didn't feel like I needed to grab all six to kind of illustrate this. Now the first image that has the English um, titles that's the those are the original covers. That's what they they already look like, and after those. Those are, these will be the ones that were created by the art students. And it, they were made Ooh. using charcoals, pencils, oil paints, all kinds of different mediums kind of piecemealed together to create, to recreate these covers. And they're, they're so beautiful. Like, like you can see some of the original artwork underneath it as well. And they kind of pieced it all together to kind of give it that scrapbook kind of look. And it, it, it looks so cool. The art exhibition itself is going to be running in the warehouse uh, Terada G1 building in Tenozu, Tokyo, for those who happen to be in Japan. It's going to be running from June 18th until September 27th, so plenty of time to go and see it. There's over 50 art pieces within, the, within this exhibit. There's an immersive theater, and there will be analysis of famous works. So it's not just kind of a showcase of only things from Blue Period. There will also be discussion on actual like art pieces, which if you're there for that anime and manga, you're already going to be excited and interested in that as well. If you're interested in giving Blue Period a try, it is currently streaming on Netflix. And I think Crunchyroll? I know for certain Netflix right now has the anime for Blue Period. Or you can go to your local Barnes and Noble and pick up the manga. Or possibly find it online. I don't know where it is online though so I can't point you to that direction. I was running them next to your like original art. Original <laughs> art. Trying to make sure I uh, illustrate. Uh, you know what? These are really good. Right? I was so impressed. I actually had to look up the covers again to make sure that those weren't the covers. Honestly, those those could be the the actual covers and maybe one day they'll have like a special thing. But I mean, I'm I'm always impressed with art students. Well, I mean, you do art. I mean, yeah, I do art. So, you art. I do art. Like a verb, you art. <laughs> yes, I do art. <laughs> But I also understand how absolutely nerve-wracking art school can be. I mean, I went to a community college and the art students there were already, like, downing coffee made with Red Bull instead of water, trying to get stuff done for finals. 
and the creativity of of those students is impressive um to go to that art college thing we had an exhibit every year of statues made out of cards they could be playing cards uh trading cards whatever people would use like magic the gathering like land cards or pokemon element cards you know or bicycle decks anything like that and the whole point of those statues was they could not use any glue or adhesive to keep them put together I also think they couldn't actually cut them unless they were like cutting them as a shape to put onto the statue. I don't know what the full rules were, but I know they couldn't use any kind of adhesive glue tape, anything. And it was impressive. You would have statues this big just made out of playing cards. I don't even know how they came up with that. And then with this, yes, they only, all they did was recreate the covers from a manga, so they've already got the medium there. But someone had to piece that together. Her eyes start glistening when yes. she like starts talking about <laughs> It's like just a semblance of a tear behind her eyes. <laughs> Look, art is wonderful. Art is a central part of our society, whether people believe it or not. And all I'm saying is that if you've never been to an art museum before, figure out where your local art museum is and go give it a look through. I promise you, you will be impressed. Especially with how big some of those paintings are. There are some that are bigger than a human being, but on the internet they look like they're small. And someone hand-painted that. We're running through stories really quick here. so I know, I was trying to vamp on the art. Yeah, I, know, I, got, I got a little something I can add in, and it's something D&D related, but I'll get to that Ooh. in a minute. But, and this, this is for anybody out there that plays, but back over to me. I, well, CinemaCon is going on right now. There's been a plethora of movies that are announced. Uh, Sony has actually teased Venom 3. Look at that. A movie somebody actually wants to watch. Um, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people want to watch it for the wrong reason. <laughs> but one of the movies that I'm looking forward to uh, coming this summer is Nope by Jordan Peele, who at one point I thought was funny. And then he terrified me with Get Out and everything else he's made. Well, Jordan Peele actually revealed, and it's kind of why we guessed it. Why is this movie called Nope? And I'm saying after I saw the trailer, I know exactly why this movie is called Nope. Nope. But uh, during the Universal Pictures panel at CinemaCon, uh, he said the film is a ride. The title speaks to the idea of the audience reacting to what they're thinking and feeling in the theater. When you tell people it's a scary movie, a lot of the time they say, nope. Someone to acknowledge those people with the title and bring them in. This is about the person who thinks they don't love the horror movie. To show them that maybe they do. I mean... First of all, this guy. <laughs> this guy. So, uh, 7-22-22 is when Nope comes out. And that's where I like what I thought it would. But um, you enjoy the, the scary... Have you seen Get Out? I have not seen Get Out, and which is surprising because psychological horror is one of my favorite genres, oh, and yeah. I know that's exactly what that is. Mm -hmm. I need to see that one, but I already know it's good, so it's just a matter of having time to sit down and watch it. And then Us, and then all the stuff he's done with Twilight Zone. Yeah. The man like, is... He's, I, like, he's a modern Rod Surly. I want to see this movie. Like, one, because the title is funny, and I just appreciate it. Also, after seeing that trailer, I still have no idea what this movie's about. 
And you know what? Those always make for some of the best horror movies. I know. Like, or rather, okay, actually, I take that back. There's two, there's two things that can happen with a horror movie trailer where you don't know what's happening. And you can already <laughs> tell which is which from the, watching it. It's either this is going to be one of the greatest horror movies ever or what is this shit? It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in theater <laughs> day one for this one and I'm ready for a ride. I mean, just like I said, I still don't know what this movie is about. Honestly, and I'm loving it. To, like honestly with horror though sometimes knowing less is better because then you're not going in with preconce- preconceived notions on well, what the course, movie will be well of movies where you don't know what the thing is that's scary like yeah. Jaws that was the that was the mystique yeah. of Jaws for years you'd never see the shark so mm-hmm. with with this trailer but it I, I don't know go see the trailer it's like really yeah. scary <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, I'm totally in for Jordan Peele please keep putting out magic and get back to Twilight Zone at some point because I really want more of those episodes. <laughs> so Jason, I gotta ask since we're, we're vamping for time. And well, I got a little something that's coming up too. So we can, yeah, yeah, fair, we're, fair, we're, fair. We're, but I, I am curious because everyone always has one. What's your favorite horror movie? We are halfway to Halloween, so why not take a little break and what would you say is your top horror movie and if you can't pick between a couple what are two top two uh, i hate this because it's stereotypical but i'm a big fan of the friday the 13th series it's a classic there's like, nothing wrong with them. that and it, i know it's you know my name's jason and, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like every time they see jason the x they're like oh I like the horror movie no not like the horror movie that's jason x i'm a the x anyway or the 10 anyway <laughs> the friday the 13th 13th series is definitely my long lasting um like genre of horror movie that I really like but I mean I have a, a subscription to Shudder because I love uh, scary movies Joe Bob Briggs is back doing uh, The Drive-In <laughs> again which I, yeah that oh the, I love that there's new episodes of The Drive-In this Friday by the way please Ooh. go check it out his his co-host Diana Prince actually follows me on Twitter yeah we're hey. like sis and bro like on Twitter it's pretty <laughs> cool because we both like wrestling too but um yeah, but I do enjoy, like, the modern psychological horrors, too. Like, Saw, things like that, where I'm on edge. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite scary genre, anyway? Oh, uh, that's Wolf really... Cop. <laughs> okay, so my, my joke answer is Wolf Cop is my favorite horror movie, because it's so ridiculous. You made me watch that I watched that movie because of what you told me. Oh my god. It was a fun ride though, wasn't it? Yes. Like, yes, I will not deny. I will not deny I joined this movie. She talked so long about this damn werewolf movie. And it just it and she didn't even like tell me to watch it. She just talked about it for so long. And she wore me down. Finally, I went looking for Wolf Cop. Like it was just one day you had said something, we were driving in the car, we got I was like, I gotta where is this damn movie? And I sat there and watched it. And, I was... and the thing, like the thing that makes it so funny, one, it's a Canadian horror film. So already it's great. Hey. Two, it was a Kickstarter film movie. Oh my God. That was funded by Kickstarter. I didn't, okay. I didn't know this was a Kickstarter movie. Yeah. Wolf Cop 2 was also funded by Kickstarter, oh, by the way. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't I seen to. Wolf Cop 2 either. We need to watch no. the sequel together. Um, Maybe but, it's on Shutter. <laughs> but uh, my real answers, because I have two. All right. I don't like zombie movies. 
they get overplayed real easy. Okay. However, Train to Busan. Oh. Is probably my favorite because it was it took the zombie genre and it was like it was like twenty eight days later. However, better handled. I felt that this handled that kind of like we have to travel and get away from the zombies better. Probably because since it's a Korean movie, no one's safe. So I didn't have to worry about who was going to die because anyone could die at any point. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. I think the good, a good horror movie for me, and it, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, like, I'm afraid of something that could kill me. Okay. Like I tried to watch the new screen. Uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't get into. It. I've never been afraid of Ghostface because it's like you know, hey Jason, I got this knife, and I'll just, <laughs> I'll just be like, work. Oh, come on, let's go, bitch, let's go. <laughs> oh, even worse, I might be. I brought two. Let's go. I, I'm not afraid of Ghostface. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, it, honestly. It, Looking at it's it looks like I could punch Ghostface and probably win. Oh yeah, that that was kind of the appeal of him in the '90s. Is just he's a cheesy villain, and that's fine. Honestly, I, and I, I think I've discussed this before. Aliens is Ooh. a scary movie. I know they they always say sci-fi. No, that's sci-fi horror. Yeah, no, it's sci-fi they, horror. I just hate that there's a lot of them and they swarm. Like, yeah, no, there's no mm-hmm. winning that. Like I can't also, I can't do anything against it. Also, the clicky noise they make. That's Predator. Okay, that's and Predator. And I don't like that either. See, I haven't seen Predator yet. I thought I remembered a clicky noise, but I think that was just a noise in the movie itself. Oh, no. If you if it's dark and somebody makes the Predator clicky noise, I'm I'm shooting. I'm not I'm wasting time. <laughs> don't ever make that noise in the dark. I didn't think I was scared until I was a grown man and a friend of mine like did that in a dark building that we, we, were, in a, we were moving out of our building. And he makes this noise in the dark and like instantly. Well, uh, what? And he was like, what? I was like, don't you do the damn noise again. Like, straight up attention. Do not like it. Uh, yes, yes I, I know, I know. But, yes, uh, but uh, my, my, yeah. my second favorite, because I I love me some psychological horror, is Perfect Blue. Oh. If y'all have, like. You just don't feel good after watching it. You, you can't feel good after watching it. Like, and I. Mm-mm. I preached this on the show before, but I'm going to do it again. If y'all haven't seen Perfect Blue and you are within a, like you have a good mindset and you're good to go, watch it. Basically, if you liked Black Swan, you should watch what Black Swan stole. Sorry, that, like Black Swan. No, 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 I'm I'm going to let you have that one. Black Swan is still a good movie. I am not saying Black Swan is a bad movie, but they did steal a lot of shots from Perfect Blue. The concept was based off of a book called Perfect Blue, which I don't remember if they credited in Black Swan. It's been a long time. Um, but Satoshi Kon was supposed to work with, with the creators for Black Swan to help them with those shots, and he never did. But they still used his shots. Specifically, the the one that I specifically remember is the scene where she screams in the tub because she's going crazy. This the over the overhead shot where she's in the tub. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm picturing it in my mind. It's been a while since I've yeah. seen Perfect Blue, admittedly. Yeah, that but was, it is a. Cl- I would consider yeah. that classic cinema at this point. Oh yeah, like people people harp on animated films as it is for and everything about how it's not like a real genre 
But then there's things like Akira and Perfect Blue and it, it, anything Satoshi Khan touched, basically. Devil Man Cry Baby! Devil Man Cry Baby, <laughs> Devil Man itself. <laughs> Animation, ha- sometimes, sometimes the story you want to tell, even if it's a mundane story, is just better told through animation because those the shots that Khan got in Perfect Blue you can't replicate those in live action because he perfectly made it so that you could not tell what was actually happening and what was a figment of her imagination and that's the point chat's very lively about the horror we were were on a horror kick there oh boy It's, it's kind of like um, some of the stuff they tried with Secret Window, if y'all have ever seen that one, which very good Johnny Depp film. It is a horror movie with Johnny Depp that was actually unsettling. I'm trying to think of the last good. Well, I mean, we're just not going back to the movies and everything. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Candyman was probably, and also Jordan Peele there. The, the newest ooh, Candyman. Who I haven't actually, seen the new Candyman. Oh boy, I saw the original um, one. Yeah, I mean the original ones. Are, yeah, that's Wes yeah. Craven. That's classic stuff right there. But yeah, yeah the new, <laughs> the new one. Very well done, and I think told a very good story. I think it was, I want to say, yeah, that's the last good scary movie I've seen was the latest Candyman. Yeah. Oh, man. Now that I think about it, yeah. Go get a Shutter subscription. They're really good. <laughs> The most recent horror movie I watched was House Sue. How? What? <laughs> I was what? going to... Okay. La- last tangent. House Sue is a classic Japanese horror movie. From like 1967, 1976, something of that. Mm-hmm. One of those numbers. I, I don't know if it's if I can say it's good. <laughs> but you enjoy it. <laughs> it was. It's a real fun movie. Um, the effects look like they were made in Microsoft Paint. Um, this was by Toei and like by Toei. Toei greenlit this film. Um. A little bit of wholesome stuff. The script was written by a guy and his daughter who was in kindergarten at the time. He would give like a baseline of what was going to happen, like what is happening, and then ask his daughter what she thinks should happen next. And then he would write that down and that's what happened in the film. (laughs) Like, it was a fun watch. I will admit that. That's what made it fun and made it good is it was a fun watch. Can I tell you linearly what happened in this movie? No. I have no idea what happened. My friend who was like shit face drunk put everything together and had a perfect synopsis for this movie. I as a sober person had no clue what was happening. <laughs> Are you pulling it up? Oh no, I was, I was getting okay. another story ready. For okay, me. okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Um, if y'all ever get the chance to see this, I recommend it. For no other reason than I want I want the messages to come in with how dare you make me watch this. Like I got kicked out of my friend's apartment for making him watch it. <laughs> it's fun though. Well, it's I have this Anyways, inter- yes, yes. I have this interesting story. Um Yes, yes. Uh, but I don't know uh, I'm not gonna roll with it until I have until I flesh it out a little bit more. But it was something uh, somebody made a bunch of minis available if you have. If you oh have yeah, I saw it. that. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just. Uh, so apparently, if you join this community, you can uh, get little miniatures made. Well, he makes the files available for free. Apparently, nice. All you do is just join. Uh, you can get the STL files, and he's got quite a lot of creatures on here. 
Mm. Like, this is something that I would be interested in. Um, it's going to be uh, myminifactory.com. And the user that's made them free, I'm, I'm bringing up the story right now, is uh, Miguel Zavala at MZ4250. This is uh, his store that we're looking at. And yeah, um, just I would definitely give him some support, though. I don't feel comfortable like taking just... But he's got a wealth of files if you ever want to get them from there. So these are very good. And they're just basic bestiaries if you if you need something like that. Which, of course, you need your Monsters of the Week for uh, D&D. So. Exactly. Yeah. And give, if them you a, already, give them a shout out there. Yeah. And if you already have a 3D printer, you don't have, all you have to do is buy the filament or the resin for whichever printer you have. Now, I mean, it's still going to cost you a printer, of course, but, you know. Let me get to my... Well, I mean, I'm saying if you already have a printer. Oh, yeah. And I think we have access to one with our DM, so... Yeah. I don't know. Did you pick up another story just so we can uh, branch out a little bit of time? I do actually have a quick story. Oh, go right ahead. So, uh, I don't know how many of y'all are into uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, but... This is your story that you had. Yeah. But I sure am. It's a great game. If y'all have never played it before, the original trilogy is in the Nintendo store, and I recommend giving that a try before you buy any of the newer games. Because if you don't like the humor in the older games, you are not going to like these newer ones because it's the same kind of humor. Basically, you just have to be ready for puns. And if you don't like puns, you're not going to enjoy it. But... For those who do, we have the, it, this is the 20th anniversary of Ace Attorney from Capcom. Jason, this game has been around for 20 years. And we're going to, they're going to be streaming an Ace Attorney, the Ace Attorney Philharmonic concert from May 7th to May 15th on a platform called Zyko, which makes me sad because that's probably a Japanese only platform. But uh, they will be playing live at the Boon Kamura or Orchard Hall in Tokyo on May on May the seventh, with also a talk session afterwards with Takayuki Kondo, Ken, and Eiji Takamoto. The tickets are on sale right now for twenty seven thirty four dollars US. That's thirty five hundred dollars yen. And I'm I'm gonna check after the show if I have access to Zyko. Because if I do, I will be doing that and I will be watching this. The music in Ace Attorney is really good. So this will be a lot of fun. Okay. I, I, I've I never been into uh, into Ace Attorney. So really? I'm going to take your word for it. Have you ever, like, and this is, this is literally just a question. Have you ever given it a shot? I haven't given it a shot. So I do have that going against me. I have them at home in various platforms. But of course, I can get them just as you said. True. It's it, it's a visual novel style style game. Just to kind of explain that, where you play a defense attorney and you have to prove your client innocent. Oh, I'm aware of what I, it is. I'm, just... I'm telling the audience for people who don't know. They know what it is. <laughs> Um, it does not work in the same way that American court justice works or any court justice works because not only do you have to prove your client innocent, you have to present who did the murder instead, which that's always fun. Sometimes you know right away the first case of each game, you always know who the murderer is because you see it. 
but you have to prove it with the evidence you have. Well, I just got pushed one that um, I do have a colleague that is at CinemaCon. Ooh, please and, do tell. Um, I kind of forgot about this movie. Which movie? But we got our first look at CinemaCon of the upcoming Borderlands movie. Oh my god, I forgot that was I coming out. I forgot this was coming out. Um, yeah, Kate Blanchett, whom I love, playing Lilith, Jamie Lee Curtis as Patricia Tannis, Kevin Hart as Roland. Um, but we got a little teaser of how what the movie and uh, and a, a synopsis actually. Ooh, do the tell. film will follow Blanchett's Lilith and her quest to return to the planet of Pandora to recover the missing daughter of the universe's most powerful SOB Atlas. Um, she'll be joined also by Ariana Greenblatt, who will be playing Tina Tina, Edgar Ramirez as Atlas, Gina Gershon as me as Moxie. Ooh. Baby. Hello. Uh, Janina Gavankar as Commander Knox and Florian Muntinu uh, as Krieg. Uh, Eli Roth was supposed to be uh, directing this movie. I, I actually forgot about this. But we got a, apparently the first. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Sorry. Uh, Sir Cries in the chat. Kevin Hart as Roland. Kevin Hart is big enough, big enough maybe to play his right bicep. This is true. This is true. <laughs> but hold up. I'm going to give Kevin Hart a chance on this, okay? I've seen the screenshots of him as Roland, and yes, Kevin Hart is a tiny little man. But, you know, <laughs> he's usually next to the rock, so I'm going to give him a pass on this. I, mean, I ain't that tall either. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on a okay. second. Hold on just a minute. I have to know now. How tall is Kevin Hart? Oh, Lord. He's, I'm going to say 5'6". He's 5'6". Oh, come on. Here we go. Uh, Cool. You just gave me videos and not him. Okay. How tall is Kevin Hart? <laughs> we don't short shame on this show. I mean, he's taller than me, but only by an inch. He's 5'4". So like, don't take the low hanging fruit, Jason. Don't take the low hanging fruit. Wait, that just that kind of yeah. sounds like a mean short joke too. Either All way, I have to do is wear shoes with a little bit of a heel, and I'm taller than Kevin Hart. Either way, but no, I'm, really, I'm still excited for I this. I want to give this like, movie a shot. I mean, board, uh, you know, Gearbox is right here, Texas-based uh, game company. So I'm giving it a chance. I love oh, Borderlands. Yeah. I love Borderlands. So um, <laughs> I just think the age is. The, the cast is off. Kate Blanchett, I love Kate Blanchett, but Lilith, I think it's, I don't want to do any ageism on her. You know, it's Kate Blanchett. Yeah. She's a great actor, actress, and she's still pretty as hell. So I'm, I'm so down for this movie. So yeah, I'm not going to say nothing, but I am happy to be reminded that it's actually going to be yeah, a thing same. still. Well, I mean... I'm not going to lie to you. We lost about two years of time. So, you know. Yeah. But I'm also not going to lie to you. 99% of the reason I want to watch this movie is Jamie Lee Curtis. This is true. I also, I love her. And Gearbox's president, Randy Pitchford, he has said that from what he's seen, he likes it. And, you know, that's, that's what I want to hear. Please don't lie to me, Randy. But that's what I want to hear from the CEO of Gearbox when he looks at something yeah. from Borderlands. So. I do. I, I am very excited and like chomping at the bit to get a trailer because I would like to see more 
I also like I also haven't played Borderlands yet. Oh man. But I've seen enough of it that I really like it. Like I saw some of those cinematics that they released um not too long ago. Or I say that I think it was quite a few years ago. I don't even remember what they were for. I think they were for one of the other Borderlands that came out. I feel like we should have tried to go to this. Maybe we should. <laughs> Where was it being held? Las Vegas of all places. Huh. Viva Las Vegas. Anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, we have uh, successfully gotten through about an hour of this show. <laughs> giving I mean, some weekly content, unless you found some. What, what? I, well, I was going to say, we, we, we have six minutes. I mean, I could I could vamp. I could talk about. I could, no, talk, we, about, we, I could we, talk about Suikoden, or I could I could talk about. Honestly, I liked our little discussion piece about horror movies more. We need to do some stuff yeah. like that more. Yeah, no, no. Find yeah, us for the sure. topics we can go <laughs> off. So, anyway, yeah, we're going to go ahead and call it quiz. Everybody, thank you for joining the show. Uh, we will be live on twitch.tv slash SCNS Live this Saturday for some D&D action. Uh, we are in the thick of things. We we are. Oh, boy, we are. Uh, <laughs> if you missed the last uh, the last adventure, it is. I think it's up on the YouTube channel now. I just got to make sure. Yeah, it uh, it is, and um, I'm okay, terrified. I, like, I'm scared. We got so lucky last game. We we had an Easter we egg had, on Easter weekend. I love we it. We had all of the luck. However... And we are the unluckiest d crew out there. <laughs> yeah. Cass and I had luck for once. Like, my dice never roll over a single digit number, and they consistently rolled high. Nice. Which was good, because I needed them to for once. Like, desperately. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think we used all of our luck. Do you also feel like uh, that was the game where our DM was like disappointed because she was going to kill us? Yeah. She and, was going to murder us. Well, see, the thing is, she's still going to murder us. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to try again next time. Well, like, so we made it out of the cave alive and she's like, well, now you got to go back in there. I'm like, but why? Well, we, we, we did our thing. We don't want to go back in there. I, I feel as though she was like calculating my. I still need to kill one. Dude, yeah, like my character is just like I. I would like to to not really. Yeah, we'll see. We're, so join us Saturday on Twitch. It's gonna be fun. Yes. And uh, <laughs> go check out our TikTok, which uh, at, at Super Cool J- Jason's Nerd having show. too much fun on. Two hundred thousand views. Everybody get a dash cam so you can get video like the one I captured and put on our TikTok. Thank you to everybody that watched that. <laughs> 200,000 views for some car for some sweet sweet karma oh man karma karma (laughs) I love the one that escalated quickly so please go check out the TikTok so you can see that video anyway that's it for the show like this video please subscribe please like this video and sub to the channel if you want to follow us you can follow us at SCMS Live on Twitter Instagram, Facebook, and if you want to follow this person, you can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at JasonTheXCore. If you want to follow me for anything art-related, and related or anything like that, you can follow me at CoroDonoArt on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow me for all things Final Fantasy screenshot-related, you can follow me on Twitter at Chaotic underscore Noodle. All right. Guys, that's it. We'll see you next week. And as we always say around here, keep, keep on, on nerding. nerding.